0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Dan Mitchinson is our US correspondent. Hey, Dan. Hello, Heather. You like Jeeps, don't you?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, I, I looked at a couple before we, we settled on our, our latest car. So, yeah, I, that, that's a little high on the price end, I think. What did right you
1: there. go for if you didn't buy a Jeep?
0: Uh, about as middle America as you could. We went for a Volvo.
1: Okay. okay. What kind yeah. of Volvo? Uh,
0: an XC90. So okay. we've got a little bit of a, you know,
1: I'll a have room a look. for the I have family. To, the cars tell you a lot about a person's personality, so I'm going to Google it in a minute. Hey, how the um, how's the selection running out? Tell me what the results are.
0: Well, here's what we, uh, what we know. Uh, we had Virginia, Kentucky, and Ohio, and several other states that headed to the polls today. And Ohio, uh, voters were trying to sign on a couple of ballot measures, including one that would, uh, put abortion on the state constitution. That appears to have passed. And, um, I think this is just another sign that this is going to be a big issue for voters across party lines, uh, for the, the election next year. Of course, the uh, Republicans are already out there downplaying this, saying, Hey, there's other things that we're going to be talking about. Uh, voters are going to turn to other issues like, you know, the economy and jobs. Uh, former President Trump's team keeping an eye on the Kentucky governor's race tonight to see if the, uh, GOP attorney general could pull off an upset. He did not. Uh, the, uh, Democratic governor, Andy Bashir, uh, was reelected, so it appears Trump's support did not help. And, uh, Democratic officials are paying, uh, close attention to the black voter turnout in Mississippi to see if they can count on the black vote, which tends to lean Democrat and which Republicans have been going after in recent years. So those are sort of the, uh, the highlights of what's going on in that uh, over here, too. Is it too
1: early for us to draw any conclusions to how this might impact the next, uh, next year's elections, presidential elections? Uh,
0: it just depends on who you read, uh, Heather, at this point, I think, um, you know, you look at the polls and Trump still got a, a you know, marginal lead against um, uh, Joe Biden. But then you look at, for instance, um, his backing of candidates, as we've we've seen in the last couple of years, not not tearing the weight that they once did. So I, I think we're sort of calling this one maybe a draw uh, tonight, although there there are, you know, Democrats are happy with a lot of the, the, the results that they're seeing coming in this yeah. evening.
1: Hey, I see you guys have got a bunch of pharmaceutical drugs in short supply. What are they? Boy, we have 245 uh,
0: drugs uh, here in the U.S. that you just can't get from your local pharmacy now, even if your doctor's written a prescription. Um, And a lot of these are oncology drugs, stuff that you need for cancer treatments, uh, drugs for ADHD, and even medications for animals um, because they have some of the ingredients used in human medications. In fact, there are drugs for, the, for our dog that we need that we haven't been able to get uh, where we live uh, because they're on a 90 day back order. And I think because of the opioid epidemic from a, a lot of the pharmacists that I've uh, interviewed, um there's been a big abuse in these prescribed drugs. So the patients go in, they talk to their doctors and they're giving them a prescription they don't need, or maybe they sell that and pharmacies are now rationing how much which i didn't know this until about 90 days ago certain drugs that they can prescribe each month so if they've met that limit and let's say it's the ninth day of you know november or whatever it is um no more drugs until the first day of december in there and you know that's not good especially if you need Seems this like stuff.
1: a really dumb way of doing it i mean surely you should be rationing to the person who's coming in and looks like they're a drug addict not rationing to everybody
0: uh, yeah, that's the problem these days, though. It's hard with opioids to tell who is and who isn't.
1: Okay. So as long as you're an opioid addict who gets in at the start of the month, you're okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're well, fine. Well, I'll call yeah. on to that shortly. Yeah. Hey, um, what are we expecting from Ivanka Trump?
0: Oh, boy. I don't know if you saw any of the highlights when uh, Trump was in court uh, yesterday, but boy, was she giving a cold stare there. I mean, we haven't seen this much of her since since Trump left office. I mean, here she was, the heir apparent to his business empire. She kind of disappeared from the limelight. So tomorrow, everything she did before her dad went into the office leading up to when he was in office is going to be put under a microscope. And we're going to learn more about her role in uh real estate dealings and transactions and how much her new york apartment is valued at which lawyers say was overpriced at two and a uh, half times the rate that she was offered and i think what they're going to try to do is link emails or tax returns or purchases back to her dad anything that may have come about uh with her relationship to the trump organization and she's tried to to avoid the subpoenas to to testify and the judge said "Uh uh-uh you're going to testify, you've done business in New York, you're part of your dad's organization, so you're going to show up in court. So I think this may even be a little bit more interesting than Trump's ramblings yesterday.
1: <laughs> Might well be. Hey, thank you very much for that, Dan. Appreciate it. Dan Mitchinson, you uh, US... Oh, I should have said to Dan, I had a look at the Volvo while he was talking. It's actually quite a nice car. So, you know, I don't feel like we, we're into Volvos enough in this country. I feel like they've still got a bad rap with us, but I've seen a few of them around. They're looking quite flash, and it says a lot about him. He's a He's a sensible – middle-income middle person with a family. That's what you get from that Volvo.
0: For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.